you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Ho and indeed ho and ho and ho ho ho. <laughs> yeah, it's a ho down. It's fingers on buzzers. Christmas, Christmas special. special. What a year it's been, Jen. It's it's been something I can tell you. It's been amazing. Well, I tell you what, you have had quite the year, <laughs> Miss X Factor celebrity finalist. Yeah. Yeah. I, and from now on, if we do any of our sung little introductions mm, to things, ten percent to cow. That's it. Simon yep. Cow's going to put that on now. <laughs> cakey cakey dance off. Ooh, ooh. There you go. I'm trying to get in on if you, the... Well, if, you, if you sing it, then it doesn't get any money out of that. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. My singing is very much free. In fact, I, I do it outside stations around the country for pennies. Um, but it's been an amazing year and we have been delighted to share it with you, our Fingers on Buzzers listeners. We love and you guys. We love you so much. We're getting much. our email because it's Christmas and also we've had mulled wine. And in my case, Prosecco as well. So, uh, yes, we are delighted that you're with us. And we've got a treat for you today. We have some ghosts of Christmas past. Ooh, that's, that's quite spooky. Yeah, we've got people who have been on the podcast coming to ask us some Christmas questions. We're going to talk about all things Christmas quiz, what we do for quizzing at Christmas, how quizzing is different. And I'm going to take you back. I'm going to be the ghost of Christmas past. And I'm going to take you back to 1985. <sighs> I was but a 
Babby, I was but three years old. I know, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't have even started your quizzing career by it. Well, you... Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah, I was already yeah. quizzing. <laughs> three, year, three years, man and boy. <laughs> so uh, we have got some vintage quizzing and we've got some wonderful guests and we are going to be giving away tickets to the first ever Fingers on Buzzers live shows! Yeah, we feel like Father Christmases if we're going to be giving something away. Can That's you nice. sing a Buckley's Fingers on Buzzers live show sting? Um, I'll have to phone Simon first. Oh. <laughs> I'll do a free one. It's Fingers on Buzz's live shows. They are so live. So, Jenny, it's Christmas. Let's talk about quizzing at Christmas. Well, that's 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 the home of, of quizzing for me and my family. Yeah. And I think for a lot of families around the UK. Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit gets whacked out, you know, at a certain point on Christmas Day or Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. To keep everyone occupied. Since the mid-80s, that has been the case in yep. most families. Yep. Uh, you, if you're you, posh, you do the King Williams College, well, is Well, if the... you're posh, you're a bit of a lefty. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're the latter. We do the King Williams one. In The yeah, Guardian. Yeah, in The yes, Guardian. That, yes. is, that is the toughest quiz going. And then every newspaper has an end-of-the-year quiz. Do you remember what happened in January? And I'm like, no. I don't remember what happened in December. No, pal. sadly, December was all election, and you know, let's draw a veil over that. But yes, so it's it's a time it's, it's when a quiz, everybody quizzes. It's a quiz heavy period because you've got those quizzes that you're you're doing at home. Mm-hmm. And then you've always got some wonderful Christmas specials. Which we are both oh, involved oh, in this oh, year, if I can give that away. One. I know! Um, so yeah, if you're around on Christmas Day, the Chase Christmas special will feature some of the best, I have to say, uh, fancy dress costumes I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a very good running joke on the Chase Christmas special this year, which I was lucky enough to be involved in. And I don't think it's giving too much away to say we recorded it before Easter. <laughs> yeah, that was, it's always nice to turn up for work in sort of April and... And to be faced with baubles, baubles as far boiling. as the eye can see. It was absolutely boiling outside. It was. It, we were having uh, the... a, a wonderful sunny spell and yeah. you had to go inside and pretend it was December the 25th. But we all got behind it and we had a lovely big Christmas oh. tree. Which I, yeah, the, um, we've discussed this before, the flame retardant uh, Christmas tree that cost <laughs> a huge amount of money. Um, and lovely Arge from Towie. Oh, bless him. Bless him. Bless him. And bless Nick Speakman. Of the Speakmans, <gasps> the Speakmans, they are untouchable in my book. They are, they are a god and goddess. They've of cured a lot of television. people of their phobias, and yeah. then uh, the absolutely lovely Kate Thornton. My God, we had a good time together. Still got issues with Kate. No, why? Smash hits. What did she? What bit? She was the she youngest was... editor of Smash Hits. What yeah, did she do? but it went out of business, didn't it? Was it under her tenure or just after? I don't know, but do you know what? No, don't shut up because I love her and she's my best friend in the whole world ever now. Okay, but (laughs) can she bring back smash hits? Because, I mean, I subscribed. I need smash who doesn't need Smash Well, it, it was good I need it Smash lasted. Hits more than ever because I have no idea at the music of youth right now. No, but imagine how shit tough. the lyrics would be now if they printed out the lyrics of... <laughs> and the pull-out oh, in the middle. Baby. Oh, dropping it down. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> contemporary music's like, but I know the music's terrible. That's anyway. the summer banger of 2020 right there. <laughs> Simon, Simon Cal, if you're listening. Oh, baby. I'm dropping it right down. Oh, baby. Your fingers on my buzzer. Uh, 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 anyway, 
yeah yeah just call me Simon. Oh, that's gonna be at number 42 <laughs> in the country charts <laughs> yeah just uh, you know strictly regional only in yeah. the uh, northwest yeah. london yeah. region <laughs> So we're on the Christmas special of The Chase. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so excited about people seeing it because I spent a long time in the makeup chair, shall we say. amazing, your costume. Let's just say the word prosthetics and leave it at that. Yeah. And then Sean, probably the star of it. Yeah. His... Yeah, we all, we, all, we all followed his lead, <laughs> to be honest. It's very funny. Anyway, I beseech you to watch it and also to enjoy your own quizzing at home. Uh, we've got various quizzes lined up. I've written a Christmas quiz for my family. Lovely. We're also doing... Now, this is a thing that we've started doing for the kids, which is crime scene. So because we've got a range of ages of children in our family, what we've started doing is you go into a room and you observe the room and then you write questions like... How many lamps are there in the room? And uh, what's the what's the title of the biggest book on the bookshelf? And what colour are the knobs on the cupboards and stuff? And I promise you, it is the most fun you will ever have because you have to go into a room and you can't disturb it, so it's a crime scene. <laughs> and you have to observe. It's like the observation round on the Krypton Factor. Oh, and then you all go in and you make notes. Second best bit of Krypton Factor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After the general knowledge. Third best, actually, because I always like the assault course. Oh, Not that I've no, ever participating done it. wise. But yeah, to watch yeah. the assault course. Anyway, um, but that is one that I highly recommend because it's fun for all the family. That's and actually, good. young people often do better because they observe yeah. more. So. And in our family, because there are certain activities which you can't play because it kicks off. Because oh. it's unfair because some people may be professionals at that particular ah, activity. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, so I can understand people, in your family that quizzing may be a little bit more difficult. Are probably yes. as far removed from professionals in a certain activity <laughs> as it's possible mm-hmm, to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my my auntie Vic, who has been mentioned before, and and you you She's two have had the pleasure woman. of meeting auntie Vic now. We were um, with her at the X Factor Live and, oh my God, she is one of the finest human beings I've ever met. She's a force of nature. But I wouldn't take her on in a fight. No, no. Well, it's come almost to blows at many a Christmas mm. because of the unfairness in some activities. Yes. And I am including Sing Star in this, which is another, uh. it's a game we've often played. So she has developed a system to make it as fair as possible. So we do a, a version which she has crafted of, it, well, it's, it's Victoria Sherrington's House of Games rather than Richard Osmond's. So there's a variety of different activities. There are quizzes and there'll be a quiz around on the music of the year and there'll be around on news of the year there'll be charades there'll be pictionary there'll be the average game that they play on uh, house of games Uh, all those different you know anagrams and things Mm. like that and the key is to keep it fair the teams are redrawn every single round and there is a child well there's an under 18 on every team Yes. So they're spread out evenly. So there's no way you're going to get a team of two 13-year-olds and an 11-year-old, which is unfair, versus Nana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, the the kids are going to absolutely smash Nana, (laughs) to be perfectly honest. Um, I feel you should be playing with some kind of handicap permanently, though. Well, they thought that would make it fair. So if you're on the winning team, you get three points. If you're the runner-up, you get two points. And if you're you're third place, you get one Mm. point. And then it's done as a... Round by round, they work out who's the champion overall. Last year, I did win. 
However, <laughs> I recuse myself from the actual victory okay. being a semi-professional. Yes, yes. And the 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 actual winner, uh-huh. second place by just a couple of points, was Jake, my godson, who Ooh. who is thirteen. Nice. And he was he was absolutely smashing the general knowledge rounds. Wow. So here we go. The sport of sport of the year. He always gets full marks on wow. that, even though they're very hard questions. Gosh, so you're breeding a whole new generation of yeah. Uh, watch this space. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's 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 a pretty smart cookie it'd be quite nice if the chase became a sort of dynastic thing like mm. the american presidency where <laughs> yeah. you know it's yeah. like, ah, which member of the ryan family is going to be uh, <laughs> going to be the chaser next that would be fantastic yeah. i would I, I would love that i will encourage them but All I think right. it's probably only Jake who's interested in that i think uh, george is going to be a world-class cricketer or footballer yeah and i don't know about Maisie. Maisie might be You've met Maisie. Yeah, I know. Well, she's she's, she's gonna she's gonna be some kind of showbiz manager. I think she's observing everything. Yes, well, she's she watching was her mum's every move, and she was definitely yeah. She was sort of clocking everything that was going on. Yeah, to me, I would yeah. say she's the new Simon Cow. I would not put it past her. There you go. Oh, oh. Hello, Jenny and Lucy. This is James Harkin from QI and No Such Thing as a Fit. Oh. Hi, James. Asked to set you a question. Now, recently I got asked to do a quiz for the publishers Faber and Faber on the event of their 90th anniversary. So they asked me to do a literature quiz. So I warn you, this might be a little bit highbrow. So the question is, which Nobel Prize for Literature winner wrote the following words? Wiggle, 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 like a bowl of soup. Wiggle, 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 like a rolling hoop. Wiggle, 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 like a ton of lead. Wiggle, you can raise the dead. Oh, wow. Who wrote those words, and the clue is they won a Nobel Prize for literature. Oh, Oh, well, I've got an idea. Oh, okay, well, okay, so what's your thinking? I'm thinking they sound like song lyrics. Yes. So I think it could be Bob Dylan, because he won the Nobel Prize for literature. But I'm oh. going to come back at you oh, right. with also. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, like Salman Rushdie wrote uh, Naughty But Nice slogans. or yeah, yeah. Faye Weldon wrote Go to Work on an Egg. Yeah. So my feeling is, was it someone who wrote an advertising jingle? But, yeah, I take your Bob Dylan point, yeah. but I'm wondering if Salman Rushdie... Did Salman Rushdie ever win the Nobel Prize? I don't though? think he did. No. Mm. Um, it's not Kazuo Shiguro. It's not... Uh, I don't know, yeah. I think that, that could be from any weird bit of a weird book, and Ishiguro has written some weird stuff. Yes. I'm trying to think of what I have read. I don't know, maybe Bob Dylan once wrote... a. They sound like lyric bits, they don't do. they? I so do. it's going to be okay. a weird interlude in a book by someone serious, or it's Bob Dylan. Okay. <gasps> Go on, James, tell us. Put us out of our misery. Okay, did you get it? The answer was Bob Dylan. Hey! Very well done if you got it. Very unlucky if you didn't, I assume. Anyway, <laughs> happy Christmas. <gasps> Have a great new year. I'll see you guys in the new year. Hopefully, see you soon. Bye. Bye, James. Aww, oh, thanks. lovely thanks James. Thanks for coming and taxing us. Who's this coming in? Hi, Lucy and Jenny. It's Michael Payne here, your favourite guest ever. <gasps> yes. Um, my question for the Fingers on Buzzers podcast Christmas special is, in what year 
was All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey first released. Oh, and Merry my Christmas. Goodness. Merry Christmas, oh, indeed. That is such sure. a good question. Because it was, it, it, it's in the charts every year yes. now. It's kind of hard to remember. It feels like it was about 1365 that that first. Yeah, was. the first few little jingle bells of. <laughs> I think, didn't Julian of Norwich say. <laughs> but, but the Mariah Carey. You gads, I have, I have heard the Mariah Carey song again. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to, like, well, it's before 2000, right? It's oh, 90, yeah, yeah, yeah. 90. I'm going to go mid 90. I'm going to go about 94. I'm trying to think of how dated that the image of her in the Santa hat and she's going through the snow she's got the little Santa suit thing (laughs) on and it's it 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 looks I mean it was it was a time so it was nine if it was 94 yeah then I was an indie kid at university. You wouldn't have had time for that. I nonsense. would have been like, oh, God, I can't bear it. Oh, awful. Oh, oh, you would have loved it, ironically. I might have. They'd have put it on after, like, The Verve or yeah. something. So that we'd all go, oh, isn't this awful? But actually, we secretly <laughs> love it. Yeah, it's great. of Pings FC, followed by. Yes. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm happy to go with 94. I feel it's somewhere around then. I'll be happy to yeah. go with that. You were that's, right last that's, time. That, okay, what, what, what say you, Michael? And the answer is 1994. Yes! Oh! <laughs> oh, hello, oh. hello? Knock at the door. Hello, 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 hello. Brush here. <laughs> now, I've got a very good question for you. I'm not quite sure how good your Latin is. Oh. So we're going to do a bit of Latin for you. Um, okay, so we all know that Vulpus actually is the Latin name for fox. Very good, right? But what type of fox is the Vulpus lagopus? Right? Think about that. What kind of fox is the Vulpus lagopus? Lagopus. Get your thinking caps on. Mm. Uh. Oh, lag- <laughs> so lagopus. So you, you. Oh, good lord! Your legomorphs are like hares and rabbits, but I don't think that gives us any. Oh, any really? help but what kind of fox is it we've got desert fox you've got um, um arctic I, fox okay yes. you've got i've got I'm, none. I'm low i'm low I'm on fox i've got the red none. fox urban fox urban fox the crack fox <laughs> from mighty boosh um gosh. it might be a christmas it maybe it is the arctic fox maybe it's a flying fox <gasps> yes flying, flying fox. fox no but that's a squirrel it's not real, so it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a vulpus. Okay. We take this quizzing so seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess at Arctic fox it being a snowy, wintry, cold northern hemisphere okay. kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, feel free to go with another guess. No, but I'll be delighted if it's flying okay. fox somehow. Okay. I don't think it is because no, I think it, yeah, I think, I think it's a different species. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Baz. What is it? <gasps> okay. So, what type of fox is the vulpus lagopus? The answer is. The Arctic Fox! Yeah! yeah! Boom, boom! Did you get that right? We did, Baz. You might have thought it was a bezel brush fox. <laughs> oh, no. There's only one basil brush. That's the Vulpus Hilarious. Oh, Stop buttering him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's your quiz nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Jenny, Ooh. I am going to do the vintage quiz. Woo! Vintage quiz! Vintage quiz. 
So I'll set you back to Boxing Day 1985 mm-hmm. to a quiz that was on the telly. It was Bob's Full House. <gasps> oh, I loved Bob's Full I probably was there watching this yeah, as, a, as a toddler. As a tiny child, and I was a 12-year-old watching this. And um, so Bob's Full House was a bingo-themed yeah. quiz. In fact, one of the sort of the main bingo-themed quizzes, there was Lucky Numbers with Shane Ritchie. Yeah. Um, which I actually I didn't work on it, but I was in the orbit of it in uh, Granada's television yeah. in the nineteen nineties. Oh, Shane! I love Shane. Oh, well, I love him. We'll, we'll get him. We'll get him on twenty twenty. We'll get Shane on. Yes, promise. That's. Um, I've made a strong promise there. I've been drinking <laughs> drinking some strong wine. <laughs> Shane will do it. I love yeah, him. Shane will do it. So, um, so Bob's Full House. Uh, it was on Boxing Day 1985. It was followed by The Magic of Christmas with Paul Daniels. <gasps> I definitely... I, this is me glued to this yeah, channel. I know. Yes, I know. this is all my classics. And uh, so I'm going to sort of do a little playthrough. Okay. And you're going to be the contestant. Okay. So on the actual day in 1985, um, <laughs> the, the prizes on offer were... A portable colour TV. Beautiful. An answering machine and phone. Yep. (laughs) It's cuddly toy time with a collection of teddy bears. You could win a brand new steam iron, a hamper of (gasps) New Year goodies, some spring bulbs, an electronic cooker. (laughs) Literally some bulbs. Literally some bulbs. I mean, they they can be quite expensive. Depends what they are. In fact, I've seen my mum's bulbs catalogue. There's some pricey stuff in there. Yeah, these were bottom of the range. Okay. An electronic cooker, which Bob sort of said, oh, this will do all your cooking for you. A home solarium. (gasps) Solarium? Oof. So you think if you won that, you could have sued the BBC for giving you skin cancer. Uh, A Chinese carpet and two table lamps. It was all okay, that, <laughs> are, they, are the lamps Chinese as well? I mean, Who knows? Like, Who knows? Dynasty. Um, so, Bob's Full House, which I don't think we've really discussed on we've this We've not delved before. into it. We've, we've, we've discussed Bob before, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bob's Full House, uh, the catchphrases were, the doors are always open for you on Bob's Full House. Uh, there was the Monk House MasterCard. There was the Golden Card Game. Uh, and you're wallied. That was if you got an answer wrong. Oh. You're wallied. I don't like humiliating people for getting the wrong answer, though. I think that's... Although... That's a, it's, a, it's a very 20th century concept. But in today's world, if someone said, oh, you're a wally, that's quite weak, isn't it? It's quite mild, yeah, that. Quite. <laughs> and then it, uh, small children would think you were talking about, where's wally? And the most amazing really thing it. about uh, Bob's Full House was the sheer level of gags, because Bob was... It's a machine. A machine. So every single question had a gag, and I may do some of those gags. Yes, please do. In fact, my favourite gag was in the introduction. <laughs> so Bob, when he's doing his... his preamble and he did lots of funny Christmas gags but he did this gag which I think is one of the finest gags I've ever heard uh, so he said um, anyway so we're about to get on with the quiz but uh, the producers gave me a list of contestants broken down by age and sex as am I really good gag um, and quite honest of him as well it's true <laughs> at that time he probably well, yeah. maybe not so much to sex but anyway um, so uh Yes or no? Mm. 
Lord Nelson. This isn't the yes no game where you can't say yes no, or no. Yeah. No. In the in the game, some of them are true or false, and mm-hmm. some of them are yes or no. Okay. Yes or no. So the first yes or no question is: Lord Nelson put his telescope to his blind eye at the Battle of Trafalgar. No. No, you're right. He did it at the Battle of Copenhagen. Yeah, I see no ships. Yeah. Um, in the Bible, who dreamed of a ladder leading to heaven? Jacob. Yeah. True or false, there is a species of crab that can run at 20 miles an hour. Has to be true. It is true. Why would you ask about that? Well, because Bob had a gag. Ah! <laughs> the question's so, written around and the I jokes. Love about this gag places this exactly in the time okay so it's true it's the cuban land crab uh, but of course it's only when chased by robert carrier with a soup ladle because <laughs> <laughs> that's when robert how, carrier yeah, was how, picking everything in how to age a joke yeah i loved robert carrier robert carrier was like my mum got a robert carrier cookbook and everything in it was cooked in butter and cream with a load of garlic yep and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yes. yes or no, do hummingbirds really hum? No. It's the yes. frequency of the... Well, uh, but it's not like they are... Do you know what? Again, I think this was a question that was in service to a gag. Okay. And it's in service to a gag that was based around an advertising slogan of the time. Excellent. So do hummingbirds really hum? Yes, they do, but only when in flight. It's a lot less bother with a hover. Wow. The slogan He's, for hover mode. We must have been getting some good endorsements off, off the back of this. Um, which city is known as the Athens of the North? Oh, Copenhagen? No. No? Oh. The Athens of the North. It's Edinburgh. It's one of those things that every 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 city has claimed to be. I would have the, said Aberdeen. I don't yeah, know. the I, Athens yeah. of the North or the, the Venice of the North Aberdeen, or the Aber- East or the West. Edinburgh, uh, and Bob's gag was, why not? It's full of Greek restaurants and soldiers wearing skirts. It's a good gag. It's a good gag. That's, yeah... Um, yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? Ostrich eggs take the longest to hatch. No. 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 That's 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 a wild. Again, it's a a, wild you see the thing is question. what Bob wanted to say was no. It's Easter eggs. <laughs> no, that can't be right. Right, that was his yeah. Gag. Okay, yeah. And yeah. actually, he said, "Oh, it's the wandering albatross." Yeah. yeah. Which country has a famous dish called sukiyaki? Japan? Yeah. Never heard of it before. I, th- I, was, waiting for, I was waiting for a, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but there was none there. It would have been there. mildly racist. Here's another one, right? So this one, uh, and you can watch this on YouTube. It's there, the uh, 1985 Bob's Will House special. What does apathy mean? Uh, lack of pathy, basically. Mm. Yeah. Well, so the female contestant said lack of energy. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair enough. And Bob said no, indifference. Oh, Bob, it's adjudication. Yeah, Adjudic- I, I, think I don't a- think you'd get away with it now. No, I think, I think a lot of these a, questions. A, well, that's it, it. Requires a descriptive answer mm. that, and that's that's something you generally have to avoid when you're playing for you know such illustrious prizes as an electronic cooker <laughs> and some lamps. I want the solarium. Yeah, however, I want the. Ser- I'm not apathetic about the solarium. solarium. No. Um, True or false? Swans start singing when they die. Start singing? False. 
yeah, it is false, but again, it's just so that Bob yeah, could say, oh, no, but people die when I start singing. Oh, oh. oh self-deprecating. <laughs> um, true or false, rain contains vitamin B12. True. Yeah. It contains a lot of stuff. Yeah. In preference to the trumpet, I, I didn't write down what the joke was for that, but there will have been one. In preference to the trumpet, which instrument did Bix Beiderbeck blow? <laughs> His nose. No. Um, uh, clarinet. The cornet. Oh, I, yeah, I should know. I should have known that. Um, you are this one. I love right. I, again, I don't think you would get this on a contemporary quiz. <laughs> you are at a garden centre. You True. eat a rhododendron. What would happen to you next? Die. <laughs> yes, that's the answer. But surely you get escorted from the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on what were the Michael Jackson thriller party invitations printed? Oh, you oh know God. this one. You know this one if you think about it. On what were the Michael Jackson thriller party invitations printed? Gravestones. Mm, no. no, it's a good answer, but it's gloves. White gloves. Oh. Yeah. What is the electric light orchestra more usually called? Yellow. Yeah. Um, now this one, shamelessly, shamelessly just for the gags, in the film about prehistoric creatures one million years BC, Raquel Welsh wears something false. What is it? Uh, fake fur. Um, it, well, no? the answer on the card, or the answer that he gave was eyelashes. Oh. But it was basically an excuse for everyone to go, <laughs> what's fake about Raquel Welsh? <laughs> is it a bazongas? No. Yeah. <laughs> Have some respect. And here's another one that was in service of a gag. Where would you find the mountains of the moon? Uh, the palm of the hand. No. no? I, I, Something I like totally that. totally yeah. get it. The contestant said on the moon. Um, I question. thought, oh, it's a medical thing. It's yeah. like in the ear or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, the correct answer apparently is Africa, oh. on the frontier of Zaire and Uganda. But it was so that Bob could do the gag. <laughs> But the Mountains of the Sun are found on page three. Oh, Bob, I thought better of you than that. <laughs> but I'll give you a final question, which is, it's in service of a gag, but it's a good one. Okay. In 1381, a man called Tyler led the Peasants' Revolt. Hey. Give me his first name. What? I said in 1381. Hey. <laughs> That's a good gag. And Bob, we do not in any way deny you the joy of that. Oh. So, we, miss, uh, we miss you, Bob. We love you and we miss you. Um, so that was our little play along for Bob's Wool House from 1985, oh, the Christmas special. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, hello. Someone's here. Is it Ella Jones? That's certainly some carol singers. Hello, Jenny. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Jenny. And a Merry Christmas to you. And to everybody listening to the Fingers on Buzzers Christmas podcast special, I've got a Christmas quiz question for you. Here we go. There's only one letter in the English language, in the Oxford English Dictionary, that begins with the letters T-M. That word is tomesis. It's based on the ancient Greek word for cutting, to cut. The question for you, Lucy and Jenny, is what do you think tomesis actually means? Tomesis. Oh, Paul Ross. I love the fact that Paul Ross is giving us this question. I know this. You know this? Go on. Um, Tomesis is when uh, a word is interrupted with another word. So, absolutely. I absolutely love Paul Ross. Yeah. I completely blimmin... Oh no, hang on. I com bloody pleatly love. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's one word that's interrupted by another. Oh, so. that's, that's great. It's good to know the, know the word Fan for it. Bloody tastic, <gasps> Paul Ross. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Jenny. It's me again, Paul Ross. I sent you a question earlier on, and being a smart aleck, I've now got the answer for you. I asked you what the only word in the Oxford English Dictionary, beginning with the letters TM, tomesis, actually means. Well, it's from the Greek for cutting, and it's when you put a word in the middle of a word to make it even more of a superlative. Absolutely. Flipping well right, that kind of thing. If you put it in the middle of syllables, then you're practicing tomesis. Have a Merry Christmas and an even happier New Year. And thanks to everybody who listens to the fantastic Fingers on Buzzers podcast. Merry Christmas! Oh, it's got his own jingle bell. Hello, Fingers on Buzzers team. It's me, Richard Herring, from off of Rahalastabur. Rahalastabur, stop <laughs> saying that, you people over here. I've got a trivia question for you. What is the name of the actress who played the character Lisa Marie Turtle on the TV programme Saved by the Bell? <laughs> Good luck. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh. Is it a Christmas-themed question, then? Uh, is her name Holly Noel? Is her yeah. name... Uh... Um, Tinsel Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh... Is it going to be someone that we now know for something else? That's the other... Oh, is she just one of the main characters in it? I don't know. I can I only... Really See, as hear Saved by the Bell, and all I can think of is Screech. Yeah. And that's definitely, he's definitely disgraced. He's not been invited back for the reunion, has he? Reunion. 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 Yeah, after his. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um Her name is Mistletoe Punch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put that in our misery, Rich. That's what I've been drinking anyway. <laughs> The answer to my question, the actress who played Lisa Marie Turtle on Saved by the Bell, is of course Lark Voorhees. Of course it is. Thanks for that. Oh. Oh my god, oh, the bell Mr. Rabbit has arrived. <laughs> oh. Hi Lucy and Jenny, it's Roger Tilling, the oh, voice of the University Challenge. I've got a question for you. Oh. Who wrote the song 
Manic Monday, which was a hit for the Bangles in 1986. Oh, love you, Roger. Yeah. It's what a, good a nice question. man. He's given us a gettable question. Yeah, other than Voice. <laughs> yeah, no. I Whatever mean, she was called. We uh, Let's just put it on the record. We like Roger Tilling more than we like Richard Herring. I'm just putting that out there. And, and, and I'm sure Rich understands that. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Um, yeah, we know this. Prince Rogers Nelson. It was. The, yes. the inimitable prince wrote Manic Monday. He wrote so many absolute bangers and many of them for other people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Nothing compares to you. God, That's yeah. one of his beautiful the answer is prince hey. Hey. Have a brilliant christmas you two loving fingers on buzzers oh. take care speak to you soon bye, oh, bye roger you know i did a um i did a corporate event recently and roger tilling and i he was the voice of god at this <laughs> i was announcing some awards for i think it was insurance or something uh, no, it was stationery. It oh. was for stationery. Oh. It was the best people that is, making that's pads high and pens. And, uh, God bless those people. And uh, Roger Tilling does the the thing where he goes, ladies and gentlemen, the awards are starting in five minutes. And then he does all the kind of businessy end The admin things. side. Oh, God. And he's just the nicest bloody man in oh. the whole wide world. So we love you, Roger Tilling. <laughs> So another aspect of Christmas quizzing that I was going to talk to you about, Jenny, was the fact that it's all for charity. Yeah, you'll always get it's always a, a celebrity special or something like mm-hmm. that on the telly, and uh, yeah, it's it's all goodwill to to all men and yes. women and charities and uh, sick donkeys in the Holy Land. It really does. Uh, to me, that whole thing of you watch telly at Christmas just thinking okay so which celebrity is going to be raising money for which charity and uh, I, I yeah I kind of really like the fact that it just brings an extra kind of caring aspect to the sort of quizzing world yeah and it's people underestimate I think the importance of a name check on a Christmas special to yeah. a charity. Because yeah. I, I do get a bit of stick for the fact that charities don't always win the jackpot on mm. the celebrity specials of the mm-hmm. chase because we have to play to win every single time. The charities still do get a donation from the production company, but the fact that their name gets mentioned by a famous person yeah. on national television actually often raises at least as much as the winnings would do. Well, and actually... For a tiny charity, it's huge. And possibly even more, yeah. because people go, oh, God, oh, they didn't get that money. Oh, well, I'll give them some yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, I do find it incredible that people are, particularly for the chase, actually, I suppose, because they feel like it's you against the charity. I'm taking money away from sick And, oh, God, couldn't you have puppies. thrown it? And it's all oh, would that make good television? Would you no. like to watch a show? No. And I've been on both ends of, you know, doing these charity quiz shows where sometimes you win a load of money for the charity and it is amazing because obviously you know you feel great and you feel like god you know not only have we raised the profile of this charity but we've also got them some money and that's wonderful but as you say even if you compete for a charity and they don't get the money like that awareness raising can be huge, especially for like I've done things for charities like the Lost Foundation, who are a very tiny little charity. They get nothing from anyone. They're not government subsidised. They get no money. 
and you know they they have very kindly sort of said yeah it was it was great because people just know we exist and and not only do people then give money but also the people who need to use their facilities people who have lost people Mm. will know that they exist it's a huge thing and it is yeah and christmas is the time when that happens isn't it yeah and it, it is great that you can spend a whole afternoon watching those those specials and you find out so much about the charities. They're going to win some money. They're going to get something at the end of it. The really lovely thing about quizzing at Christmas, and this happens also in the community as well, like loads of community organisations around me do a Christmas quiz and you go along and it's, you know, it's a night out. You get together, you do a quiz for Christmas and you raise a lot of money for charity. And I, yeah, I think that there is a... A general sense that the quizzing community comes together at Christmas to do its best and raise money for charity. Yeah, and you realise how many people are, you know, quizzes at heart and it's just an excuse to all get together and quiz each other silly. Yes. Have a a bit of mulled wine, a mince pie, do something charitable and bond for once once in the year because you might do everything remotely from your sofa at home. And it, there's the something the more um, noble about, instead of saying, oh my God, I was at a Christmas party last night, oh, I feel terrible. Uh, instead of that, you go, um, I went to a Christmas charity quiz last night and <laughs> I gave so much that I don't know if I can give any more today. I, I, I might have to have, to have the day off work. Yeah. <laughs> I might just stay at home. With yeah, the, yeah, just uh, thinking about yeah, how much I learnt. And how cool the, the toilet floor is. <laughs> On my sweaty brow. I'm exhausted from all the charitable giving. I'm very charitable. I'm so charitable I'm that so I think I might out. pass out. <laughs> oh, it's the Polar Express. Tom Hanks. Hello, Jenny. Hello, Lucy. Happy Christmas to you. This is Charlie Baker, oh. your moneymaker no more. <laughs> now, Charlie Baker, talk sport 9 to 11 on a Saturday morning. <laughs> got a sense of humour about it. I'm going to ask you a football question. I can only oh. apologise. Which is the only football league team that you cannot colour in any of the letters? Oh, I know this one. Which is the only English football league team that you cannot colour in any of the letters? What an exciting question. Happy Christmas <laughs> to everybody at Fingers on Buzzers. See you soon. Oh, classic quiz question, this is one. It I've, I've heard no, no English, can... English. Oh, okay. English League football team. I, I, I yeah, you can colour in the O and the capital yeah, A yeah, and the yeah, lowercase yeah, yeah, A. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it was a most terrible of the letters answer. in yeah, the word yeah. Alloa you can colour in. <laughs> Just not the L's. Yeah, um, I, I've heard okay. this before, so I'm going to let you have a little think about it. I'm going to let well, you work you guide it through. Me, guide me, well, guide you need me. to think about the, the. Well, start with your vowels and think about the ones you can colour in. Okay, so you can't colour in the U. Well, you can colour in the U. You can't colour in the U. It has to be a you know a solid shape. Oh, I see, I see. So okay. you can colour in so an A. I, so not I, E, or U. You can colour in an E. What? Yeah, if you E, a lowercase E. Oh, okay. Well, if yeah. we're going lowercase, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lucy's having to draw out the shapes so for the letters. So an I. You can't colour in an I. No. That's okay. But you can an O, an A, an E, and yeah. a U. You can't because it's yeah, it's open. Open. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it could be something united. No, but not no, united. Yeah, there's an e in a yeah. Okay. Um, Work at the suffix. You might be able to get there. So the 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 the, the, the united. You can't saint. do. No, no, you can colour in an a. Oh, sint. I was thinking sint. Well, that that's not a word. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's told me. Okay. Um, 
So, uh, oh my God. No, that hasn't helped at all, actually, no. I've got to say. It's quite a short, it's too short Crew, words. Uh, no, you really. um, West Ham, no. Um, <laughs> too short words. North. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> um, North? In the East Coast. North Berwick, no, 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 you go, yeah, you go too far north. It's lovely North Berwick, God, it's a too gorgeous far. place. Yeah. Oh, oh, it is, isn't it? Oh, I've, I've had fish and chips there. Tell you what, if you could ever go to North Berwick, then do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Um, Preston North End, no, no, north. it's northwest. It's on the east coast. It's on the east coast. North Allerton, north, no. north, no, that's got so <laughs> that's many letters you can colour it, <laughs> and it's not even a football team. Okay, um, give me more of a clue. Uh, Yorkshire. Um, Sheffield. Um, no. I'm going more north than that. So out, it's out to the east coast. Scarborough. Um, no, uh, no, south of there. Um, oh no, I've gone into I've gone into it's Suffolk got it, now. I've gone lower stuff. I'm way it's down. Got, it's got its own phone company. Ipswich North. Norwich. No, it's a city no. that's got its own. It's even got its own colour phone boxes because it's got its own phone company. What the hell are you talking about? It's I, true. Um, it doesn't have BT. It's it's got it's got its own. Well, the, the it's called Kingston Communications. Is the Hull 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 City Hull City Hull City? I think that's the answer. I might have been, well, Charlie will tell us. Okay. It might be a complete lie. Hull City. Well, Hull I know it's Hull Kingston Rovers. What's that? That's that's what it is. Oh, well done. Oh, bad luck. Delete as applicable. <laughs> the answer is Hull City. Yay! Hull City. Happy Christmas. Oh, cheers. God. Oh. What the hell is that? Oh, lighting a fire. It's a candle, I think. That, oh. Hi guys, it's Alan Leach from Speed Quizzing on Shed 7. Oh, yeah. I have a quiz question for you. Here goes. What mountain range in the Swiss Alps shares its name with the quality brand of sewing machine? <laughs> I shall leave that with you. Have a great Christmas. Uh, see you later. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> because we know all about we know about Alps and we know about sewing machines. Yeah. Well, the well, brother, brother, yeah, singer. Um, that's that's me out. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, those are my two two brands. It could be like Sanjay singer, but I don't think that's quite right. Yeah, is it? no, it could be or Bruiser. <laughs> Not, is it? Um, um, a quality, quali- and it's a quality sewing machine as well. So, yeah, it's none um, of the the toy ones. Um, what was kit. it? A mountain range in the Swiss Alps. Yeah, so the, the, it'll be a chain. The Toblerone. Mm, <laughs> delicious. It's the Toblerone. I mean, if they make sewing machines, I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to no, take up know. dressmaking. I've got to be honest. I've got no interest in either <laughs> mountains or sewing. No, well, I'm going to. We'll guess it's Sanger. Sanger. Yeah. That's a total lie, though. Made that up. I shouldn't imagine that one would have been too difficult for you, both being <laughs> uh, keen mountaineers what? and um, <laughs> haberdasherers. <laughs> the answer is Benina. Oh, Benina, what? B e r n i n a. Well, you've taught us well somehow. Oh, I was opening a bag of crisps. <laughs> oh, oh my God! This is scary. Hello, Gigi. Hello, Jenny. And if I may. Hello, producer Amanda. It's Rick Edwards here from the popular quiz show, Impossible. (laughs) And have I got a question for you? Yes. Yes, I have. So, 
Fingers on buzzers. What is the name given to the dot above a lowercase letter I or J? I'll repeat that for you. What is the name given to the dot above a lowercase letter I or J? What a good question that is. <laughs> if you say so yourself, Rick, that is, really that is a really good question. A, it's a quality question. And I have no idea, but you are looking very confident, Jenny Ryan. I've got a feeling it's called a tittle. A tittle, yes. Do you know what? That is I a feel, word I feel that is that's not come up familiar before. to me. A, tit- a tittle. A tittle. But if I've made that up or if that's something else, I apologise to everyone. But it sounds slightly saucy. Yeah. But, but I'm I looking like forward it. to hearing Rick Edwards say tittle if yeah. it's correct. Go on then. Here's the answer. <laughs> the dot above the lowercase i and j is called a tittle. Yes! A tittle. <laughs> T-I-T-T-L-E. Well done if you got that right. Yeah. And please, for the love of quiz, have a great Christmas. Oh, oh cheers, Rick. That, oh, we've had some amazing questioners. Do you know, and I am feeling overwhelmed with a sense of joy and delight. And, at, and giving. And <laughs> I'm so giving. We, we've got something to give away. We thought we'd have a break from answering questions from you lot and post some ones for you to answer. The winner will receive two tickets for our very first Fingers on Buzzers live show on Sunday, February the 9th at the Bill Murray Pub in Islington, London, which is an amazing space, if I might say so. All you have to do is you've got to prove you've been listening to what we've been saying on this very podcast by answering these three Fingers on Buzzers related questions. Mm -hmm. Number one, what TV show has Lucy repeatedly attempted to get commissioned? (laughs) What's the name of that TV show? It is the format that is going to be a big hit in 2020, I'm convinced of this. (laughs) Um, Question number two, who is Jenny's quizzing nemesis? Oh, may or may not have been on this show already. May indeed. And question number three, which television show did we go behind the scenes of at the start of 2019? Again, there may have been someone from there's a, that there's show. There's a reference. Mm, We're so meta. So if you send your entries to fingersbuzzers at gmail.com, that's fingersbuzzers at gmail.com by midnight on the 23rd of December. And a winner will be selected at random from all those who have submitted three correct answers. And we will inform you on 24th of December as a Christmas present, an early Christmas present to you. So send your answers in Sharpish. Tinkerbell, is that you? No. Who am I? You guessed. This is Henry Kelly. Fingers on buzzers, oh. I have a question for you. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical Cats is just hitting the cinemas as a spectacular new film. But what is the name of the book on which Cats is based? And who wrote it? That's your question. Oh, as they say where I come from, not a conigrate. Don't worry, it just means... Happy Christmas! Oh. Oh, what a Christmas treat! Oh, do you know my Christmas cannot get any better? I now. couldn't have been happier if Santa himself oh, had, had presented us with a my question. God, I love Henry oh. Kelly so much. So, um, and we must answer his question. Yes. So, T. S. Eliot. T. S. Eliot wrote. Go on, Luce. Go on. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's one word is correct. <laughs> yes. Um, 
I, 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 I had a copy of this when I was a kid because I was obsessed with musical cats. Mm-hmm. It's Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Yes, it is. Of course it is. And the best of those was definitely McCavity the Mystery Cat. Yeah. He was so sinister. What, what say you, Henry? Am I correct? The answer is Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T. S. crying a little oh, bit now because yeah. I just love got him emotional. so much. We love, we love you, oh. Henry. Thank you so much for our Christmas question. Well, do you know what? That has made my Christmas complete. Yes. Um, I can't even begin to tell I'm you. I'm not even going to bother cooking the turkey now. No, that's, that's, that's it. That's, it. that's, that's Christmas it. is absolutely topped. To be honest, if, if Henry Kelly's not coming around to enjoy my turkey, I'm not going to bother cooking it, it, it So that's it for the year. Oh. And what a year it's been. Jenny, I have been so proud and delighted to call you my friend and to see how amazing you've done at quizzing and also at the bloody singing. Oh, mate. It's been amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm delighted for you and thrilled and uh, also just what a lovely year it's been doing fingers on buzzers it has we've got so much love from our lovely listeners and we hope to see you all when we do our first ever live show it is in london we're going to do more and it's always boring doing it in london first but we are doing the 9th of february at the bill murray in islington which is an absolutely gorgeous little venue. It's a fab venue. I've seen a few funny shows there, I including have. the Cinnamon. I've been to see the Cinnamon yes, at the Bill Murray. It's very nice. So yeah. if you can possibly get down there, then please do. But otherwise, we will be bringing other shows around the country and around the world. Let's not. Let's go international. <gasps> oh, hang on. What? Hey, up. Oh, I think it's on. someone on the phone, guys. Oh, someone's on the oh. phone. What? Amanda? Did you it's not turn your phone off, silence. Mate? Well, it's not mine. Does somebody want to get that? Okay, okay. all right, all right. Here we go. Let's... Yeah. No. Where what? is it? It's... <laughs> Hello, ladies. Ben Shepherd here. <gasps> Merry Christmas to you. I have a question for your quizzing Christmas <laughs> special. Here we go. So, hippopotamonso stress crepidaliophobia <laughs> is the fear of what? Hippopotamonso stress crepidaliophobia is the fear of what? Hmm. What do you think? Oh, he's been practicing that for hours, hasn't he? Do you know it's not? He only just squeezed in at the end of the show. It it would not have been the same if we hadn't had little Ben Shepherd. I love him so much. He's so lovely. Do you know the Um, answer though? Hippopotamus. So it's something about horses. No, it's about a fear of thirteen horses. Almost. Cheers! Merry Christmas. Is it um? Hippopotamus to Sesquidelia. I can't even say it properly. So Sesquidelia. Isn't there something about long words? Is that you know Sesquidelia phobia? Yeah, I think it's 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 a comedy word that was invented by some hilarious lexicographer. Okay. It was coined for the fear of overly long words. Okay. I think I think that's what it is. I mean, because hippo is like big or something hippo well hippo hippo is horse okay hippopotamus is is water horse yeah so hippo and sesquipedalian that'll be to do with like the hippo monstrous and and that'll be to do with ridiculous number of syllables or something like that but it is it's it's they've just put as many syllables in it as possible to make it make it funny yeah it's it's hilarious And, and ben pronounced it beautifully we do as he would everything we yes. love ben shepherd so the answer to what is hippopotamonso stress crepidaliophobia <laughs> fear of it is the fear of 
Long word. Yay! <laughs> to be honest, I kind of figured you'd know the answer to it. Yeah, you were right. That I knew a word with that many syllables in. I could pronounce it. Have a lovely, wonderful, quizzy Christmas and a fabulously trivial New Year. And I look forward to hearing the new series of Fingers on Buzzers Aww. in 2020. Lots of love, guys. Oh, lots of love ben. to you, Aww. Ben. And lots of love to everybody who has stuck with us. <laughs> Like it was a chore. <laughs> Sometimes I think it has been. I mean, you know, <laughs> it hasn't been for us to make it. It's no, but wonderful. people have had to listen to me singing and <laughs> being ignorant and general. You know, there's been the good times and the bad, but I think generally, big thanks to producer Amanda. Yes, Let's she's the real star of this there show. There you go. She really is. Um, and to you all, listen. No matter what your year has been like, next year. There's always more quizzing. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.